I walk into my room and my walls are covered, and I mean covered in paint. Like your walls were painted? Yeah. That did you previously Oh, have... wait a minute. We're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Lily. And I'm your other host, Trevor. And here we have today a glass of water from, I believe, Lily's own tap. That's right, Trevor. This is from my bathroom Ooh. tap. Last week, we, we really fucked things up. We didn't even bring something that could remotely be considered water. Uh, but today, this is, this is water clear as day. Oh, clear as day. So why don't you give that a sip? Because this, right. this is my regular bog standard. I drink it every day water. It's a good sip. I'm going to take another one. Okay. You know, I have to say, mm-hmm. this water uh, has almost no flavor whatsoever. What kind of flavor are you looking for in your water? Um, I like I like kind of a like a mineral, sort of a metallic taste almost. I like a little, a little iron in my water. I can see that. This water is not uh, for the faint of heart. It's very distilled tasting. Mm, yeah. Um, which I don't mind. You know, sometimes I do want a nice bottled water. Uh, but sometimes I want a little bit, something dry. This is dry water. As in it has no, like, solubles? No, it's like if you dip your finger in there, it's coming out dry. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, sure. Some of that dry water, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had that in uh, uh, some parts of the ancient world um, that we don't know about because they all died. Like the like the water that wouldn't make you wet. Yeah. They had what what parts of the ancient world? Uh, parts in Africa, some parts of Asia. Okay. Except I think it was they were just trying to drink the sand. I think they were hallucinating. Oh no! Kind of yeah. I I suppose this could Cold. be mirage water. This might be. This is what we call mirage water. Holy shit, it just disappeared. What the hell? Where'd it go? We have a cat in the room. We do. That's important to mention. It is. And now this is your cat, Lily. How long ago did you get this cat? Um, I got this cat. Her name is Mia. Uh, This little stupid little kitty back in May, I want to say. We've been together about a couple months. Wow. If I had to put a number on it, it'd it'd be a good view. And are things moving? Uh, are things moving along well? Are things like progressing as you would like for them to be? Um, I th- I think I'd like that it's not progressing. We have a pretty stable relationship. Not much changes. Right. Um, it, after about the first two weeks, things have been basically the same, which is I think what you want w- between your, yourself and your cat. Now I noticed, Lily, earlier you were uh, scooping up some of uh, Mia's. Uh, droppings um, that she left. Now, I, I yeah. don't, she doesn't do the same service for you, does she? No. Um, we, we were trying that for a while. Mm-hmm. I Basically, the arrangement was she would poop on the toilet and I would poop in her litter box. Mm-hmm. And then it would kind of be on her to clean that up. Uh, but in exchange, I would kind of like clean the toilet every now and then. Sure. You know, keep it put one of those things you attach to the side and every time you flush the water turns blue. Oh yeah. I was going to get one of those. Um, and that just wasn't working out for us. Mm-hmm. And we went to couples therapy over it and she was like, I don't, can we, let's just go back to the way things were. And I was like, you know what? That might be the best course of action. 
and this was in the first like two minutes of the therapy session they were like it sounds like you got this figured out i am going to charge you for the full hour but you guys can go and we we're like okay and then i put her back in her little crate and we left which is a weird power dynamic um but the therapist did not comment on that so i, I you know i'm in no position to that is fair yeah we gotta give this water some thirsty points baby oh yeah i forgot um, about that we didn't rate it no we didn't I, it's, it's my favorite water it's up there. Really? Because I drink it every day. Well, I don't know. There's probably water in like other households I've I've lived in that I like more. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll give this like a four. Give this four thirsty points. I'll give this. I'd give this like a four too. I would like a few more solu- solubles. Yeah. Like if I could have like a side dish just of like the like the little pieces that are in the water that dissolve all the minerals. Yeah. So I could put that in there. That would be nice. Do they uh, sell that? That's a good idea of like a Mio water flavoring. You know, I think they do. But it's just do. like water flavor. I'm, you think I, this is a thing? I think they sell like like mineral things you can put in your water to make it more, I don't know. Spicy. Interesting. Yeah, spicy. Yeah. 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 It's just water spice. Okay. Um, I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would agree. Four thirsty points is a solid rating for this water. All right. Nice. That's our most efficient water review yet. Uh, we did a great work. What are we, what's, what are we talking about now? <laughs> um, okay. Well, first, I, I wanted to talk about... Holy shit. Holy, holy hell. Brought a whole fucking script here. This is supposed to be an improv podcast. This is not a script. Okay. This is... These are lyrics. Okay. We got song uh, review? Kind of. It's a song analysis. It's a song reanalysis. Okay. Now, in my hands, I have the lyrics to the 2007 hit single, Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Okay. Or, as I've recently taken to calling her, Evril Lavigne. Is uh, she evil? Is that what? Well, we're going to look at some of these lyrics, and you can help me decide. Okay, I'm excited for this one. The song starts off, hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. No way, no way. I think you need a new one. It's a classic. How could you call her evil? Well, now, I don't think you've properly sat down and actually listened to the words she is saying in the song. I need you to listen to some of these lyrics. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. No way, no way. I think you need a new one. Got it. Hey, hey, you, you. I could be your girlfriend. Now, at this point, you should be noticing. Mm Mm-hmm. She is very subtly, and also not so subtly, trying to direct the person listening to the song uh, to, to break up with his uh, girlfriend. Whoa. His or her or their girlfriend. His or her or their girlfriend. Actually, there might be other pronouns specified in the song. I'm not sure. But maybe your name should be Trevel. Because you've assumed <laughs> the gender of, of Afro Levine's partner. Damn it. I thought there was a... Uh, no. The, the recipient of this song is never gendered. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I would just like... This is my public apology. I would like to apologize. Everybody, um, we, need, we do need a new host. It's kind of... Uh, we, yeah, we do need... It's kind of a Rick and Morty situation. <laughs> We are looking for a new voice for Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for any Trevor impersonators out there who are willing to take over. So write in. If you think you can do my voice, um, 
act, actually legitimately, if if you sound like me, exactly like me, let us know. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. We, we could, just have two of me on here having yeah. a conversation. We could do two weeks where it's like it's the it's the it's the all Trevor special. <laughs> and then we find someone for you and then it's and that's the all Lily special. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. All right, um, so that's out there. But anyways, uh so you're saying Evil number one, yes. there's kind of they're encouraging them to break up with their partner yes. despite not citing any reasons beyond the fact that they think they should be their partner. So but it clearly goes, some alternative, alternative, alter, al, exactly. ulterior motives. It goes deeper. From Avril's part here. It goes deeper. Okay. No way, no way. You know it's not a. Uh, oh no no no! I skipped a line. Never mind. Oh my! This guy's Damn never it, fucking done this in his life. Undermined my own argument. Um, hey hey you you. I know that you like me. Okay. Sure, which might be true. Yeah. Let's let's assume for the time being that this is true. There's some unspoken but clearly visible feelings here. Exactly. The next line is, "No way, no way. You know it's not a secret." Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of a kind of a reinforcement of the first line in yeah. my eyes. Uh, in my opinion, this line is kind of a, a little manipulative. You know. Like, okay. you know, I, I you like me. It's not a secret. Everyone knows it. You have no other choice, you know? I see. I, I, I view that as simply saying, I know that you like me. You might think it's not obvious, but it is. Which I think the only crime there is being a little bit uh, mean. I'm going to refute you on that one. Okay. But let's, let's, di- let's go even deeper. Let's okay. dive a little deeper. We're going another level into Avril here. Um... Okay. Uh, there's a few more lines. Whatever. This is the next mm. verse. Okay. Uh, and then there's the line, uh, don't pretend, I think you know I'm damn precious, and hell yeah, I'm the motherfucking princess. Uh, okay. That which might be a true. little rough. Might just been your delivery. <laughs> 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 it's weird that she wrote, <laughs> motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, well, you know, there's a lot of analysis that can go into that line. <laughs> that's fair, you know, it makes it, makes it a lot deeper. Um, uh, even without, you know, um, you reading it, I, I always thought that line was kind of rough because, like, what's 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 going on there? Yeah, it's just it's a lot of ego. There's a lot there's a lot of ego it's happening. The ego, it's clunky. It's a clunky line. I think you know we can make an argument. Avril is evil based on her clunky songwriting, <laughs> based on her bad songs. Um, it's gonna be a really popular segment. <laughs> okay, um, um, I'm not seeing the evil there. Well, the ego, I suppose. Are you gonna make a nepotism argument? Not nepotism, uh, narcissism. Uh, a, a bit, yeah. She's okay. she's definitely a narcissist. Okay. I just, uh, um, and there's there's even more evidence for this a little bit later in the song. Mm-hmm. This is about the girlfriend, which is the title of the song. Yes. Cause she's like so whatever. And you could do so much better. Mm-hmm. I think we should get together now. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone's talking about. Now, at first I was going to say this kind of just feels like the first stanza, you know, repeated, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, except she's like, so whatever, which I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate this. She's like, so whatever. This was a trend in songs. When was the song written? I'm going to say like 2003. 2007. Okay. Two, yeah. There's but- a trend in the, in the 2000s era. A very much girl bashing, girl bashing girl, mm. girls against girls, um, was common in a in a few others. 
I couldn't cite one if I tried, but <laughs> I'm sure there is one. And then especially, I forget what the last line was. Could you could you repeat that one? And that's what everyone's talking about. I don't like that because that is pretty. It feels gaslighty almost. Oh, you think it? You think she's lying to him in this song? Because so, if everyone's talking about it, he would know that. You know, she doesn't need to say that. And I, I wish guess. we could get a kind of back and forth. You know, a yeah. pink. What's that one pink song about the the sheets in between them? Where we got the back and forth there. I would like to see some of that here. Where he'll be like, hey, I liked my girlfriend. No one except for you is saying this. Uh, uh, you're, you're weird. Yeah, it could... It could someone... They could make a, 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 a counter song yeah. called... It could be... I'm just... I'm going to assume that the gender of this the recipient is male and say... Okay, call statistically it, that's fair. Call it boyfriend. Uh-huh. This is a counter song from the the girlfriend in question, from the titular girlfriend. Uh, yeah, could and she, be. And she's saying, "Hey, uh, I'm not. I am. So, I'm. I'm not. So whatever." Yeah, she's saying, "Hey, I got a boyfriend, and he, he, he doesn't like you." Yeah, there Don't... aren't enough songs about. I have a partner. Things are going well. <laughs> That's true. I like him. We'll probably continue dating and our marriage into the future. Yeah. That's you don't get uncommon. you don't get many one year into the relationship songs. No, it's either like the first first spark, I've just seen a face mm-hmm. kind of song. Yeah, people love those. Uh, and then there's like the like maybe I don't know a month into the relationship, still pretty new, still don't know a lot about each other, but very passionate. Yeah, um, like just just general love songs. Still I guess. honeymoon period songs. And then there's a song like this. Which is, you're with someone else. I want I that person sucks. That yeah. person is literally the worst person you could have chosen. You should date me instead. Taylor, oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. One. Yeah, I forgot, that's another. That's an example. Uh, you belong so, with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a genre of longing for a person, even if they're not with someone else, just like why won't you notice me? Yeah. That type of song. Yeah. I, and then there's of course breakup songs. I particularly like. Songs about, um, this is the only people I can think of that have made one of these is the Mountain Guts, and they make a lot. Songs about marriages or relationships falling apart, but not imminent breakup. Just two people resigned to be a partner of someone they hate. Yeah. That's my favorite (laughs) type of love song. Um, There's one more line in here I want us to examine. Yeah. This, this one's the kicker and it kind of, it kind of goes off of, uh, this last verse here. In a second, you'll be wrapped around my finger, right? Mm. Mm. Just very like like I'm gonna you're I'm gonna have you under I, my control. I don't like that. It's Bye. very Machiavellian because I can, because I can do it better. Mm-hmm. There's no other. So when's it gonna sink in? She's so stupid. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? Wow. Folks, I have an argument, but I'll let you finish. We have a full-on psychopath here, in my opinion. I think it is really about time that we as a society reconsider how we view Avril Lavigne. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what is your argument? I was going to say, I think this could be viewed as a crime of passion. Mm. I think we could get this taken down to the third degree um, because it kind of sounds like I'm not Avril's in the wrong here. I'm with you. You know, just pick somebody else. Like, Avril here, 
Yeah. I'm sure these, maybe these two would be great together. Maybe this person's boyfriend, I mean, uh, maybe this person's girlfriend does suck. But just like, too bad, Avril. Sure. That sucks. Yeah. But I'm imagining this. They're having a discussion late at night. Maybe he's even kind of trying to play both sides. Oh. You know, I'm going to falsely accuse the boyfriend here. Maybe, like, he's just, you know, clearly flirting with Avril. They've got a, they kind of, they kind of got, like, a neighbor thing going on. Uh, and it's just like, but he's in this relationship. Maybe he's not even happy because she's so fucking stupid or whatever she said. Because <laughs> he's dating a complete moron. Um, but she, like, she can't, like, spell. Oh, God. Is that a real breaker for you if she can't spell? Huh? If your partner can't spell, is that a problem for you? I think it would be for me. Uh, yeah. If she, I'm, I'm imagining she just like literally sits there in front of the TV all day and doesn't, like, she can't write. She's not literate. She just sits there. <laughs> you really want to write her. <laughs> That's true. She doesn't, even, she doesn't even sit at her desk with the, with the quill out. <laughs> she's, she's never written a manuscript in her life. Uh, she's never put pen to paper and uh, defended her honor or... Okay, wait, my argument was, this sounds like uh, they're having a little argument late at night. They've had one to drink. Sure. And then she's like, God, she's so fucking stupid. You could do so much better. That kind of passionate argument. And mm. if, if she were to write down, if she, if she were to sit down pen to paper and kind of hash this one out, you know, Socratic seminar style, this wouldn't, these words wouldn't have come out. You're saying all these, all that Avril, the girlfriend... And the third party the song is directed to, they just need to sit down and work things out, is what you're saying. My real advice to Avril would be, um, you got to stop this. I'm with you. Avril, move on. Find somebody else. Uh, I, well, I'm, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Avril Levine should be removed from society. I'm saying she is a detriment to the well-being of uh, the American populace. Okay. I would posit that this is maybe kind of more of a narrator situation. Mm. You know, let's think death of the author here. <laughs> you know, this is just a, a song about a, a young girl who doesn't quite who doesn't quite get boundaries yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can kind of see that. All right, how many thirsty points are we give an Avril? We're giving, I'm giving Avril, well, I, I, she's very thirsty in the song, so I'm giving her five thirsty points. Whoa. All right. I like that kind of flip of the scale. Mm. Um, yeah, sure. Avril gets five thirsty points. Uh, Trevor, I have a question for you. What is your, go ahead. I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I want, there's a certain animal I would like to fight. Okay. And we'll get into that. This might be my answer, but I'm wondering what's the largest animal you think you could take in the ring? The largest animal I could take in the ring. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, because, like, like size isn't the main factor. Like, I could fight a blue whale and probably win. If this is a land-based ring, that's probably true. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. Is this a living blue whale? Because even if it's flopping about, it'll fucking crush you instantly. I mean, how much mobility? I don't think whales have really any mobility on the land. I'm pretty sure they just sit there and dry up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause Actually, it might explode. Don't whales <laughs> explode sometimes? If it exploded all over me, that'd be that'd be. Uh, well, I'd still win because I'd be dead. Well, you might die from the force of the explosion. That's, that's true. This is ten tons of dynamite. 
are there brick walls around? Because I might get like blasted back and all my bones might be crushed against the brick wall. Yeah, the ring uh, has, the walls are made of saw blades. <laughs> oh no. It's like the size of like the room we're in, re- in now and the walls are, are spinning saws. And if you get knocked into one, you will get shredded. I don't know how much blue whales can move. Let's, say, let's call it a land animal. Okay. And we'll jot down blue whales as a maybe for you. <laughs> I think I could defeat an elephant too. <laughs> I, d- I really do because elephants. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, okay, I might I might take that statement back. Yeah, I think that might be a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm thinking about how large an elephant is. Ele- um, and then I also yeah. remembered that elephants like, I think they they like knock over trees or something. Yeah, they already kill a lot of people. Yeah, not like not a ton, but like they kill a good few, a good couple. A year. Now, the, I'm fighting this animal with my bare hands, right? Oh, yeah. No tools. No you tools. You do get prep time. You're not getting thrown in blind. Like, you can train okay. all you want. You can train for five years. Okay. But, yeah. I don't think an element... An element? I don't think an <laughs> elephant would be possible for a human. No. Unless it's, like, a baby elephant. Even then. You think? With your bare hands? If you have, like, a oh, spear, yeah. yeah. But I don't think... No, you no, could... no. You just hold it up by the trunk... How, what? And then start punching it in the stomach. Pretty sure they come out at like 700 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll have to train for a while then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me tell you my answer. And you can get a view of, of what, we're, what, what, what we're looking at here numbers okay. wise. Okay. I think... And I want you to take this seriously, okay? I, I, yeah, this I'm isn't thinking, a bit. I know, I it's know. Not a I'm joke. taking this 100% serious. It's not a joke, and I'm going to be mad if you think okay. it's a joke. Okay. If you think I'm joshing I'm, here. I'm being dead serious right now. Okay. I'm sorry. I was, I was being a little goofy before. This is life or death. The first answer you lock in, I have that animal ready. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you will fight it. <laughs> so you better not be lying to me. Okay. Okay, I think I could take uh, a, a small, weighted, adult female black bear. And okay. that's not a joke. This is 100% sincere. People have told me, no, I couldn't. Yes, I could. Okay. So you, you're going to... This This is small. This is a smaller than the average black female black bear. When I, when I Googled... I, I didn't Google it again. And phones have been banned for this episode, so I can't do it. When I Googled weight of a black bear, when I was looking into this, like weight of a female black bear, it gave me a range. The lower end of that range. Okay. So I don't remember what that was. <laughs> That'd be helpful. Info. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, think of a black bear. Get yeah, what? What's an estimate? What about is it? I have no idea. Okay. It would be wildly off. I want to say forty-five pounds. <laughs> it's not forty-five pounds. I think it was like four hundred pounds, probably. Uh, I think probably because the 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 bear hasn't been aggroed by you like fucking with its kids or anything. This is just a standard female black bear, you know. I think it's not going to run away, though, is the thing. Because no. in the wild, I could totally take a female black bear. Because, like, you do anything and that bad boy will run. I think they have not human intelligence as far as fighting goes, but they do have human, human sentience enough to know uh, there's a lot on the line for this one. And you're going to want to win this fight. <laughs> right. They're not, like, blood rage or, like, they're not like, oh, my God, if I don't win, I'm going to fucking die. Because yeah. this isn't to the death. This is to tap out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they'll kill you. Right. Like, just because they, they're not very gentle. Sure. Because they're wild beasts. Yeah. But they, they're like, 
You don't have to kill the animal. That's nice. I yeah. think I could uh, beat up an adult female black bear who knew it was trying to fight me okay. long enough for it to get too tired and have to take a nap or something. So this is more of an endurance thing than an actual... Well, it's an element. Like, I don't know. Maybe if with enough training I could just hit one really hard uppercut and knock the, <laughs> knock the baby out in one punch. I don't know. It the might ba- be possible. The baby? <laughs> No, Wait, what? Just, just, I, call I could fight a baby. I call everything baby. But oh, okay. I could knock this baby. This baby being the adult female black bear. Right. Yeah. I could fight a baby. Okay, a human baby? Yeah. All right. So you can kind of move up from there. Reference point, reference point I also think I could fight. Oh, that's another question I meant to ask. How many toddlers could you honestly take? I think mine's in the hundreds, but we can get to that. The hundreds? <laughs> yeah. Because they can't all reach you at once. Because then what, are they going to climb over each other? Well, the bottom one's just going to fall down. Well, then then that way, theoretically, you could fight infinite toddlers, couldn't you? Well, eventually I'm going to get tired. Oh, yeah, sure. But, like, I think I could get each one with one punch. And I think I have hundreds of toddler knocking out punches in me. I don't even think you need one punch. All you need is, like, a good general swing of the arm. You might be able to knock a few of them out. Yeah, I think they might be able to take that. They'll probably fall over, but I think they could get up. Mm. Um, but if I'm, like... Also, if you really like, hard. if you have some candy, you just like throw that out into the crowd to distract them. Yeah, get the back ones because you don't want too much pressure building up, mm-hmm. or they might uh, exactly they might pop you. Yeah, they might pop you. <laughs> you don't want to get squeezed by children too twi- tightly. That's right. Um, we got sidetracked though, so we have baby done, toddler done. We could take those. Mm-hmm. Let's move up in size from there. Uh, I just noticed I don't feel confident in my ability to take nearly any human of my age or greater, but I do think I could take a bear. Between me and you, let's say we got into a brawl. Question. Let's say uh, me and you were out drinking one night, you know, Mm -hmm. late at night at the bars, as we tend to do. Yeah. Uh, Not really, because we're 17 years old, as is is lore. That's right. And that's illegal. Um. But let's say one night there's I don't know maybe there's there's an attractive woman down the bar. Okay. We we both want to we both want to go up and talk to her. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like uh uh I I she looks like she would and uh, like my type of comedy more. She looks like she could write a manuscript or two. She's mine. And then and then we start we, we just start started scrapping. wailing on each other. Okay. Is it first to fucking pass out? Yeah. Loses. We're we're pissed drunk we're okay. incredibly out of it we, we can barely form a coherent sentence um i want to actually try this not right now but right. at some point i think i've said this to you that i do want to fight <laughs> <laughs> i have um an obsession with fighting yeah i think you wait say I, you have told me about this but say it again i i had this a uh, plan with a friend in high school um, where we were going to just fight. The plan was one person was going to ref, mm-hmm. and we were just going to go at it, no holds bars, everything allowed except for weaponry, uh, until the judge declared one person a winner. And mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, bleed. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, I was ready. I don't think they were as ready as I was. I was ready to genuinely go all full-out fight club on this one. Um, and I've just kind of had that dream ever since. It didn't end up happening because there was a pandemic involved. Mm. Um but, like, yeah, I want to. I think I should just take, like, I can do, like, boxing and stuff. That's allowed. Yeah. I want to do this in a somewhat, like, legally questionable manner, though. 
like an like an like in an alleyway or yeah, something. Yeah, I want to be in Fight Club, and I want to do it. You want to, as in in the popular movie starring Brad Pitt and Ed Norton. Yeah, I want them to make a remake of the film, and I'm gonna do all my own stunts. But also, it's not like for it's not movies. I'm just gonna be like roll the cameras. We're gonna do a real Fight Club down here. Use what you got. More of a Cut. documentary. That'd be pretty sick, though. Wouldn't it be it sick, a be. documentary on a real fight club? That would be. And all of a sudden we get that. to fight? Would you, so do you awesome. have this drive? Do you want to fight people badly? <laughs> no. <laughs> I Okay, it's not that I don't want to fight people. It's that I don't want to get injured. Mm. You know? I don't like pain. Yeah, I don't have, like, a particularly high pain tolerance either. I just think the I could fully imagine the adrenaline of a fight, like, making me do fine. Kind of like when I'm fucking building something out in the woods and I cut my hand, uh-huh. I don't really feel that. I feel it later. Right. I think it'd be like that, where I could take a mat, I could lose teeth in this fight yeah. and I wouldn't care. Yeah. Um, it's probably not a healthy mindset to have. No. To, to want to fight someone so badly. There's no one I would fight like without their consent, though. So I think it's okay. It's not like, I want to go beat somebody up in the street. It's like, I want a fair matchup, see who comes out on top. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I, I imagine this is the mindset of professional fighters everywhere. But you have, you have zero training. No, I don't imagine I'd be good at it. Nobody <laughs> said I would win these fights. Right. I just want to do them. Yeah. And just... I wouldn't want to fight like an actual UFC fighter. Yeah, because like, you would I don't die. Want, I don't want the shit beat out of me. Yeah. I want someone kind of on my level. Right. So like me. Yeah. We're probably similar strengths. I imagine so. Let's, I think. let's arm wrestle right now. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. One second. Um, let's, I think. Okay. Let's do it. This isn't the best setup. No, it's not. But it's fine. Okay. Three, two, one, go. God, <laughs> we're perfectly matched. <laughs> we're not moving at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I win. Okay. I win. Solid. All right, now I'm going to arm wrestle the cat. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of the show uh, Doctor Who recently. Mm-hmm. Are, are you aware of the show? I'm familiar with Doctor Who. I, you, I have seen like two episodes. Okay. You know what the you know what the general concept is. Yeah. Though. My main man, the Doctor, flying around in his little his little box. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor goes, travels to different places, whatever. I'm watching this story called The Chase. Okay. This is from 1965, uh, so it's old. Um, and the plot of this story is uh, that the the Doctor. Ian, Barbara, Vicky, uh, they were just hanging out on this cool sand planet. What do you know? The Daleks want to show up and oh, just ruin shit. their day. I know these guys. So uh, Ian, Barbara, and the Doctor and Vicky, they all pile back into the TARDIS and they, they go off. They're like, oh, we gotta, we can't deal with these Daleks. But the Daleks, they start chasing them. Oh, jeez. And they go to, to New York and uh, they visit the Mary Celeste uh they, they go all over, That's but eventually, awesome. eventually they land in this kind of like uh, spooky looking house. Oh, geez. Right? This is on Earth, this chase? 
Uh, no, this is this is all across the universe. Oh, but one of the places is New York. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the other was the Mary Celeste. And point is, they land in a spooky house, mm-hmm. right? Um, now they we don't know exactly where they are, uh, but uh, the doctor and Ian they're like, all right, we're gonna we're we're going to go explore. So they start to walk up the stairs when suddenly there's a like a. and then a bat falls down a what a bat yeah holy shit yeah fucking count dooku (laughs) (laughs) what it was scary they were frightened uh and they were like oh this this house is not good this house is too spooky um but you know they're they're adventurers so they they continue on the doctor and ian they go upstairs to explore and vicky and barbara they're downstairs wait they heard (laughs) and they were like whoa yeah. Must, must depend the wind. <laughs> hey, they're fight they're fighting the Daleks. These are the most ruthless creatures. These these are the Nazis of space they're fighting, okay? That's they're a good they're, point. they're 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 well hardened. I thought they were just specifically travelers. looking for the doctor. Well they are, but the everyone else is with the doctor. So they're all getting chased. Every You mean like these four? Yeah. I just, I'm not saying they're good guys. I just don't think if you're specifically hunting down one man and his three compatriots, you are a Nazi necessarily. Do no, they I'm, do other Nazi-related things? I'm saying they were, when they were first written, they were like, they were like the Nazis. In the, they were like a very thinly veiled um, metaphor for the Nazis. Oh, uh, they're just space fascists. Do they do anything yeah. other than kill the doctor? Well, they don't. That's the one thing they haven't ever been able to do. What have they been able to do? They've been able to, I don't know, take over uh, planets. Okay, so they do like... Kill a lot of people. They're evil uh, is the point. They're evil. I thought they were just like doctor hunters. That's it. (laughs) No. Their whole purpose in life is to kill the doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, whatever whatever gets you out of bed in the morning. (laughs) There's only one guy and he's fine. Apparently he can take it. It's a win-win no. for both of them, I say. Um, but, all right, so they're not—they're bad. They're bad dudes. Yeah, and they want to kill the doctor because the doctor keeps screwing up their plans. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like I was putting the chicken before the egg. Exactly. I see. Um, so they're chasing the doctor across time and space, and the the doctor and his gang only have so much time before the Daleks arrive in the spooky house too. So they have to explore as quickly as possible. What are they looking for? Nothing specific. For something to fight the Daleks off with. Uh, like a like a. Like a sword, whatever. But the doctor and the, Ian, doc- the doctor doesn't have a gun in his in his <laughs> no. box. He doesn't carry a gun. He does not. He doesn't. He doesn't carry any weapons. Why not? That's kind of that's kind of his whole mo. He's no no weapons. Yeah, he's doc. like I gotta solve this peacefully. But he's looking for a sword now. So apparently that well no. Well, they're looking for some. Yeah, you know, these are the Daleks. Okay, carry a gun for the Daleks and just don't use Kill it on anybody Daleks. else. Uh, Do you worry about the temptation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just a peaceful race of people on some some uncharted planet. And he's like, oh, I do have that gun in the back in the TARDIS. Ooh, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> <laughs> just a few of the undesirables, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. That's but that's that's not what they do. Okay. They're just they're looking for for a good place to fight the Daleks. This is what they're looking for. They, now they're not going to find that here. Okay. Right? Cuz this is fucking Count Dooku's house. What? Apparently. It, yeah. Well, uh the Doctor and Ian, they go off, they explore, and then Vicky and Barbara, they're sitting downstairs, they're just chatting uh about, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare. 
uh, I don't know. Uh, and then suddenly this guy. about Shakespeare because you, every woman, every woman in your eyes is really good at writing. (laughs) 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 You're really really into women who know poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every woman is a published at least three, um, creative works in her lifetime. Right. By the time she's 18. So. (laughs) Kind of like um, a rite of passage, but so they're talking about they're talking about their women things, you know, yeah. pens and and uh, theses and whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever women talk about. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, yeah, yeah. this guy comes out from the shadows, uh, and he's you know he's wearing a a big like kind of cloak thing. Holy he's shit! He's got the he's got the popped collar. Oh my god! Um, never. His face is really pale. He got dark hair. Never written a, a he, extended metaphor in his life. No, not once. He opens his mouth. He's got these huge fangs, and he oh says, "I am Count Dracula." Holy shit! Yeah, and it's then he, real and then he fades back into the shadows. Wait, that was it? <laughs> That's all he's here for? <laughs> and Vicky and Barbara are like, "Oh my god, it was Dracula! What the heck is going on?" Whoa. We know then, him from the classic Bram Stoker novel that we both read at the age of three. That's right. That's as, right. as well literate women. And then uh, the doctor and Ian, they're upstairs. Um, they're just looking around. Suddenly they come across this table. Who's sitting, who's laying there on it but Frankenstein? Let's fucking go. And of course the doctor and Ian being men, they had no idea who this Frankenstein who's was. this green man? Exactly. I bet his name is Frankenstein and not that that Frankenstein's monster. I bet that's his name even though we've never read it. I bet that is what he's called. See, I I messed that up too because I am also a man and I haven't read Frankenstein. Oh, well, you can't expect us women, we know our Mary Shelley. Well, you probably haven't read because it's a woman. Yeah. I only read... read I was about to make a joke about how I only read male authors, but I'm sure that's an opinion... Lots of men still hold. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. They would never um, read Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, so they're, you know, obvi- they didn't know who Frankenstein was. Still freaked out, though, so they skedaddle yeah, like, out of holy there. Holy shit, it's a fucking monster. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they meet back up with Vicky and, and, and Barbara, and they're like, all right, we got to go. We can't stay here. Mm-hmm. So they, they get into the TARDIS and they leave. Suddenly the Daleks show up. Oh my right? god. Are they going to get spooked by Frankenstein? Have what? they read Frankenstein? Do they read female authors? Um, what the, is, are, are the Daleks gendered? The, da, I, the No, the Daleks are not, are not gendered. Okay. They are voiced only by men, though, from what mm. I understand. So they, um, some of them have read Frankenstein. Some of them. A few of them. Yeah. The Daleks show up. They, they get out and they're like, Where are the... People, they will say that exactly, but that's that's what they sound oh, yeah. like. Suddenly, Dracula shows up again from the shadows. Oh yeah, and you know what he says? It's, it's classic catchphrase. I am Count Dracula. I would like to to kind of insert myself into more conversations like this. What What do you mean? Like what from a shadow? Just be like, I am Lily. <laughs> and then leave. And they're like, okay. Well, you don't want to say that to the Daleks because they did not like that. Oh, they, no. They shot this guy. Oh, my God. They killed yeah. Dracula? No, well, no. He, he was fine. Dracula, he, st- he stands there and he says again, I <laughs> am 
Count Dracula. Okay, I feel like there's a mystery afoot. As what? Well, I am. Well. I'm going to tell you my prediction for what's <laughs> going to happen here. Okay. Somebody built so, a little monster funhouse with animatronic monsters. Frankenstein was being worked on, so he was lying on the table. Count Dracula only had one voice line installed, <laughs> so that that that's my guess. Um, okay, I'm just gonna keep. You'll find. Was I right? Frankenstein comes out. Frankenstein comes out. Okay, okay. The Daleks, they they don't like that either. They shoot him no. immediately. They say, "I bet your name's Frankenstein." Frankenstein comes out. Mm-hmm. The Daleks don't like that. They shoot him immediately. Frankenstein doesn't like that even more. He Uh-oh. goes, and he, he says, he picks yeah. up a Dalek and he just slams it on the Holy ground. Holy shit, they found their weapon. Yeah. The doctor got to come back and got to keep these guys in the TARDIS. Should have taken Frankenstein as a companion. Yeah. He ever finds it undesirable. Yeah. Say, Frank, Frankie, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the doctor solves all the problems now yeah. every episode. They get every Frankenstein. Two minutes long. They just kind of have to identify an issue, and they're like, Frankie. Smash. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Frankenstein arc, Frankenstein's arc ends uh, when the doctor builds him a wife, Frankenstein's bride. <laughs> yeah, um, and she's real learned. Anyways, the, the Daleks leave because they're like, okay, we can't, we're no match for Frankenstein. The Dalek Empire is no match for Mary Shelley's creation. <laughs> yeah. The camera pans out. And it says, uh, House of Horror, $10. And yes, they were animatronics. You're right. Oh, wait, holy you shit, let's it. go. <laughs> wait, but they really killed a Dalek for real. They really killed a Dalek they for real. They were animatronics that had, were programmed with a range of motion so as to beat the space Nazis. Yeah. Did they? Did <laughs> the designers so. know about the space Nazis? Uh, well, you know, they don't go into that lore. They don't go into that okay. detail. Is this on Earth? It's not specified. We we never know. The doctor theorizes that they're in a um, in a realm of imagination. Holy shit! Yeah, Wait that a was minute. not the Is case. It my imagination. It's all human imagination. Wait, so they, so the doctor. Now I'm getting a little scared. Okay, because <laughs> now I feel like the doctor went forward in time, heard this conversation right now, jumped into my head, oh, took oh. The, the the haunted house with animatronics that can beat the fuck up of Daleks, took that. Sent the TARDIS right there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, now he could be, he could be in this room. Oh God, uh, Doctor! <laughs> Holy shit, it's the cat, Lily! Oh my God, I hope, I sure hope it's David. Hope it's Mister <laughs> Tennant. <laughs> um, yeah. Imagine, imagine, it's the end of a Doctor Who episode. Mm-hmm. It happens to be on. I'm over. I, I I knock on your door. I'm like, Lily, please. The season finale is on. I have to watch it. Oh my gosh. I, we sit down. Yeah. Um, it's Jodie Whittaker there. She goes. She's she's saying, Oh, I wish I'm I I I'm not the doctor anymore. I'm gonna regenerate and my body's gonna change. Uh, as happens at the end of every uh, Doctor Who episode. <laughs> That's right. And then she regenerates and turns into your cat. She's on screen and we're like that. Is that my cat? And then my cat walks downstairs and we're like, and then the cat on screen looks over there and it disappears. <laughs> and everyone else in the world who's watching this finale, it's got 18 million li- viewers, are like, what? Is that it? It's a cat now? But we know. 
that it's here and it's here to kill us. That's right. <laughs> the doctor is now a cat, and that cat is evil. <laughs> Have they done an evil doctor? I'm sure there's been an episode where like the doctor turns evil. There was okay. There was an episode. There was a. Well, actually, this is an arc. This is a season arc. That's what you like to see. In the 80s, it was called The Trial of a Time Lord. Let's go. And basically, the format of it is it's the doctor's on trial for interfering in history, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Each section is like just a different, it's a different Doctor Who story in the frame of uh, like a court case is what it is. Um, and the whole time, there's this other guy called the Valiard who's, um, who's the prosecution, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and at the end, it's revealed that the Valiard uh, is a future evil incarnation of the Doctor, and it is never explained. <laughs> they never say how it happens well, that's or why it in happens. A future season, I guess so. Is the so the Doctor exists outside of time, right? It's not like a uh, the current rendition of the Doctor could go back in time and hang out with David. Well, the current rendition of the Doctor is David. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. it's not like the previous non-David rendition of the Doctor <laughs> could go back and hang out with David from 2010. Yeah, well, they they could. They yeah. could. Yeah, it's happened before. Oh, so they just revisit some place where the Doctor was. No, it's like a. They're usually like anniversary specials, big multi, called a multi-Doctor story. Oh, you love to see that. Oh yeah. Okay. I need to watch this. I saw one clip on YouTube. Sometimes I get YouTube shorts of Doctor Who. Oh. Because uh, my YouTube knows I love my main man, David. It was like some fucking family of farmers was mean to him. <laughs> and then he, like, made one of them a scarecrow. <laughs> and, like, locked one of them in a box for 10,000 years or whatever. I don't remember what exactly happened. But that's why he finds this nice family. Yeah. And they're like, they don't feed him. The plot, I could explain to you the plot of that episode. The episode starts, the doctor lands in a nice, uh, in a nice homestead. Mm-hmm. This is a farm that mainly grows potatoes. Okay. Right? He, he arrives, middle of the potato field, walks out, uh, Martha's there, whatever. They go, they find the family. Um, you know, the doctor's a real friendly guy, so he's like, hello, I'm the doctor. Et cetera, et cetera. Does he go in every time to like, I'm, I'm a time traveling god? No. Or is he just like I'm a I'm a regular man? Does usually, he, he or she usually tries. Yeah, usually he doesn't say I'm a regular man. That might tip time him off. Time travel? What? That's they a- didn't say anything about time travel. <laughs> um, it just depends. It depends okay. on the situation. But in this situation, the doctor was like, "Hello, I'm the doctor." Um. <laughs> And then they, the, the family invites them for a nice meal. Nice. Um, they sit down to some potatoes. And then the, uh, the doctor goes, this is the worst potato I've had in a thousand years. Well, he just gave away that he's been alive for a thousand years. And also was quite rude to the cook. Well, it doesn't matter because he, he, then he encases the uh, head of the family as a scarecrow forever. <laughs> the doctor is really committed to good cooking. <laughs> Wow, so I was I even underestimated the, yeah. the crime here. I thought that he kind of came to the house. And was like, oh, I could I, I'm a I'm a human, I'm a human man. I'm David Tennant, actor. <laughs> 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 
could I stay the night? And they were like, no, we don't have any rooms. Get your bloody sexy ass out of here. And then he said, well, that's it. I'm going to put you in a trunk <laughs> forever. <laughs> but they were being incredibly gracious. And they, he, just, they just, he just didn't find they were very good at cooking potatoes. Yeah. A lot, wow. of, a lot of Doctor Who episodes are just the doctor landing in a kitchen, getting really mad. <laughs> fixing the food and then leaving. My favorite episode is probably the, the Salisbury steak episode. That's a good one. Did he fix the food? He didn't fix anything. He just You know the show Kitchen Nightmares? Yes. That's actually a Doctor Who spinoff. Holy shit. Yeah. Was Gordon Ramsay a doctor? Is Gordon Ramsay a doctor in real life? Uh uh yes. He operated me on me in twenty seventeen. <laughs> uh I had a very bad accident involving my knee. Okay. Um I recovered very quickly. Uh, thank you, Dr. Ramsey. Um, thank you, Time Lord Ramsey. Thank you, Time Lord Ramsey, um, for fixing my knee uh, and then critiquing Not my Not a problem, sauce. governor. <laughs> Gordon, what are you doing here? How, how are your eight O's? <laughs> my, my what, Gordon? How is your eight O game? My... My 8-0 game? <laughs> Gordon, I think you need some water. You seem delirious. One moment, please. <laughs> Take a sip of this warm, warm water because it's been sitting next to a fire. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Frog in my throat. Mm-hmm. How's your... <laughs> God damn it. Can't get it out. God damn it. One more time. How's your potato game? Um, well, Gordon, you know, I've, I mean, uh, I've recently been baking them. Um, uh, I've been, I, you ever had, uh, twice baked potatoes where you, uh, Boy, frog back. I've had them twice. <laughs> baked. <it. laughs> God damn it. You've had quadruple I've... baked potatoes. <laughs> I've had a twice baked AO in my time. <laughs> I see you guys. Right, Ados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry, Gordon. Let me go downstairs and 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 fix your your eight Ada your 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 food. Clock's ticking. I got the eternal coffin with your name on it. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. It's done. <laughs> Gordon, what do you think? Taste it. You got a mother. Uh, yeah, Gordon, I do. Where is she? Um, back, back home. You call her. You tell her she's going <laughs> in the eternal coffin. Uh, my, Gordon. Yes. <laughs> Could you please reconsider? She's such a nice woman. These are the best AOs I've ever had. I just want to, to have a child with your mother. No, Gordon, no! <laughs> so as to create an heir. But Gordon... Who could make AOs as good as these? The child would be half human and, and half a uh, uh, time lord. You think I would be the father 
It's gonna be you. No! Let's let's do some advice. Yeah, let's do some advice. We got this one was written in by a listener. If you if you need advice, uh, give us an email at all that and a glass of water at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. First ten people to send in a question will get one dollar. That's put right. Your, put your Venmo in the question. Put your Venmo in there. Uh. It's, that dollar. is $1 or $1,000 to a charity of your choice. That's right. All provided by Lily. The only charity option is... The Lily Fund. The Lily Fund. I was trying to think of like a really bad charity. The only charity option is Save the Children, the uh, now defunct like 1980s charity about stopping gay people. Yeah. I will find... Whoever made it, and I will give them $1,000. Or it can go to me. Or I can keep the money. Or you can get $1. Those are the three choices. Write in which one you want. Please write us. We have so much knowledge, and we're dying to disseminate to you the masses. I forgot that it had a a segment title. We haven't been using that. Maybe that was the issue. We're supposed to call it, we have an excess of knowledge help. Oh, oh. We talked all about that in episode one. Shit. Didn't mention it again. Well, we can bring it back. All right. This this is the return. We have an excess of knowledge help. Yes. Um, Um, Please write in. Okay. Our question today. We have a question from Cheryl from Waco, Texas. Cheryl writes, I am a new sixth grade teacher. I'm teaching sixth grade social studies, um, and I am so, so old. I'm 50 years old. <laughs> uh, I'm 50. And these kids are youngins. We're talking six, sixth grade age. <laughs> um, and how do I relate to them without seeming condescending? Um, yeah, that's a pretty good question. Yeah. Thanks, Cheryl, for writing in. Yes, thank you, Here's Cheryl. Here's your dollar. Trevor, how would you relate to sixth graders without seeming condescending if you were so, so old? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of how I was as a sixth grader. That's a good starting point. And I, I gotta say, I think I could have used a little bit of condescension towards me as a sixth grader because I was just a little shit. <laughs> well, yeah, the worst teachers in middle school were the ones that were, like, trying to... Be friends with the kids, yeah. Without clearly being an adult trying to befriend a child, yeah. In a teacher role, the ones that were like, "Hey, who's trying to play ball?" and then they would throw a football at you and it hit you in the face, and then kick you. You fell down, and they would start kicking you in the rib cage, and all the other kids mm-hmm. would laugh, and then it's just like, "Oh, please don't do it!" And then blood sprays out of my mouth, and they're like, "Hey, you're gonna clean that up, yeah. aren't you?" And then they stomp on your skull, and you fucking die. Now I remember Those these experiences well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to do that. I think it's fine to just be like friendly. I had this teacher in high school who anytime they had to say something, they'd be like, okay, friends. Um, or like, all right, friends, we're going to go to the library today. And I loved that, honestly. And other people were like, oh my God, I hate her. She's so condescending. But I'm like, I like a friendly old, old fucking elderly lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so Sorry, true. Mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I like, 
old people are nice until they start talking like politics or something. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't, you know, then, cat's out of the bag. This is my mother. I want to be clear. My mom's not old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She is middle-aged. She is only mom. 50. I actually don't know, so we're going to cut out any mention of age because I don't want her knowing that I'm not sure how old she is. Um, now, in my middle school, uh, which, yeah, in, in, my, in my sixth grade school, mm-hmm. which was middle school for me, yeah. when, I was, when I was in sixth grade, the, very, the most popular activity out in the courtyard where they would let us loose um, mm-hmm. after lunch yeah. was Foursquare. Oh, yeah. So my advice to your mom would be, to get out there on the four square, uh, on the four square court, <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose, and just start dominating. Should be pretty easy with the with the sixth graders. They're not super um, coordinated, no. Exactly. You I've, could you could be in king probably for the entire duration of uh, recess or free time or whatever they call it in middle school. Yeah. All right, kitties. Ace is wild this round. Oh, oh, my face, my face. Little kitty, you should have caught face. that, you little bitch. Uh, uh, teacher, I, please. I you, need the nurse, please. I am the nurse. Uh, I run every, I do every job at this school. It's one teacher school. There are 200 students like you, Jimmy. I don't got time for all of them. Teacher, my uh, eyebrow was bleeding. Can you stitch it back, please, please? Hey, I'm going to kick you in your fucking teeth. No, don't do I'm it. kick your teeth no. in. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Anybody else want oh, taste? Anybody else want taste of the king? I'm sorry. Okay, kids, that's recess over. We're gonna go read Frankenstein. Everybody file in. I'm, I'll crawl. I can't. I can't walk, teacher. I'll crawl back into the into the school. Jimmy, you got about twenty seconds before the rats come out. No, not the rats. No. Jimmy, you know that as a, as a single teacher of two hundred students, I need some help enforcing the rules around here. So I have rats. God, they're climbing all over me. No. Uh-oh. No. Oh, you hate to see it. They're chewing away. Oh. Well, that's one less student for me to worry about. Uh, time for Mary Shelley. Uh, thank you for listening to the Old Glass Water Podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, don't forget to write in with your question. All that in glasswater at gmail.com. You will get one dollar. Uh, and that's not a bit. If you that's made real. it this far, you get a dollar for free, basically. You can right. Google a question. Say common questions. Google what? Google what? And then the autofill that Google suggests for what? Go ahead and copy that into an email. And then send it our way at all that glass of water at gmail.com and you will get a dollar. We'll get a dollar guaranteed from Lily's bank account. That's right, straight from checking account 5525 routing number. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all, folks. I've been your host, Trevor. Uh, I've been your other host, Lily. Goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight. But I'll talk to you later. Love, Love you. Bye, dear. Bye. Shouldn't say it back. <laughs>